This is the EVP Podcast. And we are back with a new episode of the EVP Podcast. I am one of the three hosts, Ghosty McGhostface. And I'm two of the three hosts, DVO. And you're also going to be Beaker. All right, I'm Beaker. (laughs) (laughs) Beaker's not here today. So it's just going to be us two. He got the coronavirus. He got the Omarion cron. Yeah. So he is not feeling well. He got a little sickly, went to the doctor, and now he's a statistic. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's got coronavirus. So, Beaker, um, this episode's dedicated to you. We'll, we'll miss you, my friend. Oh, wait, he's not dead. He's, he's, just, he's just sick. Okay. He'll, he'll, he'll be returning. I hope you feel better soon, my friend. As a zombie? Yes, as a zombie. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so stop getting sick. Stop kissing boys. And yeah. yeah, that's the kissing virus. You got that kissing Omarion Vaughn Kron. Well, he Patrick Wilson was in town. Oh. For Sundance. Oh, that all makes and sense. Beaker met up with him. <laughs> and no, got no. the kissing virus of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. This week's episode, um I went on a little trip over the last week and I went to San Francisco. Good old Frisco. And while I was there, I had to visit The Rock. Cause I feel like we should play some backer music, like Too Short or... Some Bay Area you know, music. Some Drew Down or some something like that. Some shit going on. Let's do some Drew Down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Some E-Fizzy. But, uh, so I went and visited Alcatraz, and I figured, all right, this is going to be the topic of the show. All right, so so The Rock, as it's known, as you mentioned... Alcatraz. ...is, um... Whoa. Oh, geez, no, one, no one's talking to you. Where's your speaker going off? Uh, she's in the corner going nuts. Oh, gosh, you haven't plugged her. I should have. All right, so it, it was originally built in the 1850s as a lighthouse and military fort. Uh, the Department of Justice... Uh, the, the Department of Justice turned it into a prison in the 1930s after the boom of the mob. So the, the mafia, um, you know, they were doing a lot of bank heist. Prohibition was just coming out of, and I kind of, I think that's kind of almost where the mob kind of formed was because during the prohibition times. And you know, then they just kind of went rampant with the, with bank robberies and different things. So the, they need a place to really seclude these like high profile um, bad guys, criminals, you know. So what better place than the old abandoned military fort, uh, about a mile or about a or, mile and a half, yeah, about a mile to two miles off of off of San Francisco is Alcatraz. Uh, Alcatraz by the like uh, uh, Native Americans that are in the area, they actually already kind of called it Evil Island. So it's already kind they of known the Island of the Pelicans, or no, that's what uh, a Spanish explorer called it. Yeah, so they called it Evil Island. So it's kind of known to have I don't know some something happening there, uh, but anyway. Um, it, it, in 1934, it became they, they built a prison there for for these high profile criminals, and uh, so that was built in 1934. Uh, while he was there, it, it was it was uh, in you know in functioning from 1934 to 1963 before it was shut down by the Attorney General at the time, which was Robert Kennedy. Um, you know, really, you know, I think that's brother of JFK, I believe, yeah. right? Uh, but while anyway, while I was there for you know twenty nine years, uh, there was also murder happening inside between inmates. There was suicide uh, inside the prison, and there was a lot of inmate abuse from the guards. and And there was a a, a two day battle of Alcatraz that happened uh, because of some of the escape attempts. and And there was so there was fourteen escape attempts during 
during the time it was in operation of, of 29 years. Out of the 14 escape attempts, 36 men were involved in this. Out of the 36, 23 were caught, 6 were shot dead, 2 were confirmed drowned, and 5 are unknown but believed to be, have been drowned. And 3 of those are probably got away. Out of the five unknown? Yeah. Those are the, you know, the escape from Alcatraz, the three guys that got out, that got away? Yeah, I mean, I, I know the stories of them, and, and people have come out and said, yeah, we that was us. You know, I still don't know. I still think it's a little, I don't know if they've, they've 100% have confirmed. Well, it's not 100% confirmed because yeah. they got away with it. So Yeah, but you think at some point, like, hey, I'm, I'm on my deathbed. It was me. Well, they're probably <laughs> not dead yet. Or, yeah, I guess maybe, I, yeah, so, maybe not. I've been I mean, they're, they're super old then, like really, really. Well, they old. gotta be old. I mean, they were. They'd be like watching 100. interviews with no. <laughs> I was watching interviews with people that were. Uh, they'd be seventy. They'd be like seventy years old. Well, it's been shut down since for fifty years. Okay, they could have right. been in their twenties. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. So, I'm guessing they're in their seventies now or eighties. They can still be alive for sure. So five are unknown, but a lot of people do think they've drowned because I was I was watching an interview with a. With a former guard, and he said that he would see these eight or f- nine foot logs, like you know, from maybe trees in the water, and he said those things would just be zipping by, like super fast. So even if you got in this raft or try to swim, like it would just, I guess the the the, current. the, the currents were just so fast in the San Francisco Bay, because he so he said, you know, he'd be on guard just patrolling, he would just see these these long logs. He said it, he was saying eight to nine feet long logs. And they would just be cruising because of the current. He's like, I don't think maybe you could maybe you could swim at a hundred yards before you're just swept up. Well, not just that, but that's like sharky water. That's super super sharky. Yeah. So, um, but so, the ones that got away, there was mm-hmm. like a whole thing about of uh, how they could have done it, and the way that I'm not saying it's not possible. Right, right. The way that they say that they they could have done it, which they probably had it all set up. The way that it was so elaborate, the way it was is they most likely had a little raft, a little small raft uh-huh. that came out to the island at night. I mean, it's only a mile and a half away. It's not f- very far. Uh-huh. So a mile and a half out, they just bring this little raft with no lights on it, have it just parked out on the rock somewhere, um, and then a getaway car parked uh, somewhere on the shore. So as soon as they hop in the raft, they, the guy driving the raft takes them to their getaway car, they jump off the raft, get in the car, boom, they're gone. Now, you, I mean, you took a ferry out to Alcatraz. Do you think anyone could swim it? Um, if it was like calm water, yes. It's it's a mile and a half is very doable for a swimmer. But for a swimmer. For a swimmer. Yeah. Um, but for your average Joe, especially with how cold that water is, ah, yeah. jumping in that shit, you're gonna get hypothermia not even halfway <laughs> out. Yeah. So it it's so it's pretty much for someone that's been locked in prison for, for years. Even like a year or two, they're probably not gonna be able to swim that. No. Even how about on a calm day? Would they be able to swim it? On a calm day, if they don't get eaten by sharks <laughs> or hypothermia, or, so yeah. it's, gonna be, it's gonna be very unlikely, right? That someone's gonna be able to swim that. Very unlikely that someone's it. gonna swim that and make it. So, I mean, uh, I guess. All right. There, there, I mean, there's a quite a few big names that were prisoners there. I'm gonna go over the four probably most popular ones. So there was Machine Gun Kelly. So he was known for a lot of bank robberies and, and murders. Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, there was James Whitey Bulger. So he was big. In, he was also big into 
mafia. The mafia in like the Boston area. There, you know, they had the movie about him. He just he just got caught, um, like not too long ago. Again, he was. I mean, he didn't escape Alcatraz. He just was. He, you know, Served he his did time. his time in Alcatraz. Then went out and did more. Whitey stuff. Whitey stuff. And, and uh, <laughs> you know, got caught up. And he, he was on the run for a long time. He just got caught. Because uh, within the last few years, like within the last three yeah, years, I know it I wasn't too long ago. Just Yeah, within like, like the last stuff. three years, he got caught again. And uh, he's been hiding for, for a long time. He's, he, you know, he's so old. He looks so old now, too. And he's, he's going to spend the rest of his life in prison now. Call him caught now. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was Al Capone, Scarface. Um, if you don't know who he is, you, you've been living under a rock. Also a mobster. <laughs> yeah, also a mobster. Probably the most famous mobster of One all. One of the most famous. Uh, probably him and Gotti, right? Those are probably the two biggest names of, yeah. of mafia. And then Birdman, Robert Stroud. So he was, he, he, you know, he, was, he was a murderer. He was known for having a short temper, pretty strong guy. And so he spent a lot. His, his whole life was pretty much locked up. And you know, he pretty much lived out his last days out in Alcatraz for the most part. So the most 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 common for so you know watching these paranormal shows. When you told me you're going to Alcatraz, okay, you tell us why did you book a trip to Alcatraz? Um, well, we had talked about this years ago, wanting to do this. Yes, I've been wanting to do it for a long time. Um, I finally just jumped on and did. I had a friend that was gonna just wanted to go on a trip, and I'm like, I also want to go on a trip. Uh, we picked uh, San Francisco just as a meetup area to sure. go hang out, and. Well, I was like, well, while I'm here, I'm definitely going to check out Alcatraz. So I did a night tour. I wanted it to be like the night tour and get some really cool, spooky vibes there. Uh-huh. Um, of the city? Uh, yeah, of Alcatraz. Oh, of Alcatraz and the city. You well, did. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. So um, I did this because uh, I did do a ghost tour of, Al- of San Francisco. How was that? It was pretty cool, except we didn't get to go like, there was no access to any buildings. Yeah. Uh, the way it sounded was like, it sounded like we were going to do some investigating because they talked about, oh, we're going to be, we have some equipment for people to use and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, oh, cool. We're going to try some, uh, some ghost hunting stuff here. Uh, it was all outside on the sidewalks, just walking. Yeah. And the equipment they gave us is like the one thing that I have right here, the EMF meter with uh-huh. the, uh, that checks electromagnetic fields and magnet, other type of magnetic field. But anyways, that's the only thing they were using. And other than that, they had an S-Box, like what we have. And it was just all on the sidewalks. But there was one alleyway that was given off a lot of weird uh, EMF. Okay. Um, I didn't use the ones they they gave out to everybody. I had my own uh, K2 that I brought. And with the K, like in this first little alleyway that we were in, is this neighborhood, uh, there was... Well, it was the earthquake that just happened in like 1906. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it was a really bad earthquake that just happened, and everything's kind of already in shambles and a mess. Well, because of that, I guess there was like a farm nearby that held hundreds of the longhorn um, cattle. Okay. And they all got loose. Okay. And now these bulls are running rampant through the streets of San Francisco. And uh. there's this alleyway that we were standing in. Where all these bulls came charging through, and while you were there, <laughs> while we were <laughs> standing there, uh, no. So all the people that were trapped in this alleyway uh-huh. at the time all got trampled and gored, and oh my god, like just pretty much all died. Yeah. So on top of the ones that survived, they that, got Mufasa. Yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> so after all these people just survived that earthquake and dealt dealt with coming out of this earthquake, now they get trampled by a 
herd of these bulls, these steers. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. I didn't know that. Um, there were some other things that happened in this alleyway as well. But yeah, so this is this famous alley. And as we're standing there, all the EMF meters are going nuts. Hmm. Um, my K2 is also going crazy. So I'm kind of walking around trying to find what would be causing the EMF spikes in this alleyway. Okay. Uh, there are some lights and stuff. So I kind of go near the lights. And there's no difference between being under the lights and away from the lights. All right. And then I was just trying to check out stuff. Nothing was, nothing was making sense as to why the K2s were uh, going. Well, my why my K2 was going crazy, but then all these other EMFs were going crazy. Right. And then even the guy leading the tour was like, "Wow, this is, this has not happened like this before." And while he's saying that, the street lamp that he's standing next to flickered. Oh, that's interesting. And he's like. Okay, that's never happened either. <laughs> huh. uh, but it was pretty cool, pretty uh, just a pretty cool area of that little thing. But the rest of the tour, uh, it was just kind of it, it seemed more of just like a history tour. Okay, he wasn't. Uh, he did tell a couple ghost stories as he was telling stories of these like a lot of tragedy things that had happened in some of these buildings and why they could be haunted. Okay, but not many stories of hauntings. Right. That's what I was really hoping for. Okay. And that was during the, the city tour. That was during the city tour. All and right. also not being able to actually investigate a building. Like this tour group didn't have a uh, access access and connections yeah. with building owners to get inside of these. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, these, these walking tours, are, they're, they're great ways to kind of get a perspective of the cities. And, and obviously, if you're interested in the paranormal, these are also a fun way to, to just kind of hear stories. Um, but a lot of these walking tours don't li- really let you do a lot of investigating. Like we talked about when we did the Whaley House and we went to San Diego and did a, a tour of, of Old Town San Diego. You're doing more investigating outside. If yeah. You are. They don't really have access to the, to the inside of buildings. So far, the only one that has is the Ybor City. Okay. One that that one, did. yeah, we did have access to buildings. And that was really cool because so, that dude actually grew up in Ybor mm-hmm. City. And he has connections and knows people. So a good rule of thumb is if you're interested in these tours, really, like, read the, uh, uh, what's it called, reviews that people give it. So you can kind of get an idea. Like, am I really going to be doing, like, any really investigations? Or is it more like, hey, we got a couple of equipment. You can hold it while we talk. And then now we got to keep moving along. We're on, a, we're on a time limit here. But there's also, you're limited on how many different companies do do tours in a city. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I can do this tour or I can not do a tour. <laughs> sure, sure. Right. And I'd, I'd much rather, especially where you've never, like you've been in San Francisco, but you did more like of the touristy things. This was an opportunity for you to kind of get a little bit more deep into the city and learn the more of the paranormal history. Well, I felt like a tourist again because I went when I was 15. I don't remember shit. Oh, yeah. So you're definitely, yeah, brand yeah. new. So it felt like everything was, did feel brand new. I don't remember anything. I mean, I, I was probably there maybe... 12 years ago, so more recent than you. But I bet it's a lot different from when I was there. Because you were there like 25 years ago. <laughs> yeah. I was there like 12. And I bet, I bet from when you went, from when I went into today, I bet it would be different experiences. Sure, for sure. That's what happens. <laughs> yeah, things change. And then, uh, so did you do that first or did you do Alcatraz, Alcatraz first? Alcatraz first. Okay. All right, so let's go back to Alcatraz. And then let's just, anything else you want to talk about with the no, city no, tour? No, the city okay. tour is cool. All right, so why, why has Alcatraz been on your list? Like, it's, well, it's been on my list. It's a well-known area of, like, well, knowing that a lot of paranormal could get trapped there. Just yeah. with the all the emotions that have gone on there again the murders the suicides gone on um, abuse from guards to inmates so it was one of those places where i was always like i would love to like be able to go spend the night there and invest oh, that'd be so awesome uh but the best i could do was the night tour 
Okay. So no, <laughs> no, you, no, when you get on the ferry, you tell me that they do a circle around the, the island. Yes. How does it look from that perspective? Okay. How does the size look? Um, cause I've, cause again, I've been in San Francisco. I've seen Alcatraz so Island the whole from the bridge. Works. It doesn't seem too big from the bridge. It's not very big. Okay. So even, even when you get close around the ferry, it right. still you doesn't seem too big. You can tell the size. It's, it's the whole island itself is about 22 acres. Okay. So it's, it's good size. It's yeah. It's a big size. It's like the size of a good cattle ranch. And again, speaking of that, like I've seen it from, from Golden Gate Bridge and I feel like I'm a good swimmer and I don't think I can make that swim. <laughs> Um, when you're like at the island looking back at the city, uh-huh. it looks doable. Okay, all right. I mean, it doesn't look a mile and a half is not that far. Yeah. So, uh, but anyways, so how the the whole tour worked was we get to the ferry about three o'clock ish, uh-huh. um, and then they do the whole boarding thing. You get on the boat and then you circle the ferry circles the island first. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because uh, you come straight on at it, right, pretty much right where the docking area is. Okay. So instead of going right to the docking area, they loop around it and then come. Makes at sense. The, yeah. Yeah. So that way you get a whole view of the island. Mm-hmm. Um, it it looks creepy. Okay. Um, it was a beautiful day too. Sun's out, uh, clear skies, no winds, and like the city. You look back at the city, and it's all beautiful. You can see both Bay Bridge and Golden Gate Bridge. Uh-huh. And it, it's the best. It's a really good view. Nice. And then you look back at the island, and it's just like looming doom. Yeah. <laughs> Evil. So like, I, I have like heard. the music changes. Like you look at, you're looking at the city. It's all beautiful birds. And then you turn around to the city, and the music changes. Boom. Because I've seen like the paranormal <laughs> shows of them investigating, and that's a comment that comes across as, oh, you know what? The inmates had a pretty good view. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. So we had a view of the. Like the sun setting from the island, and man, oh man, let me show this view okay. to you. And we pull that up. Um, you know, going back to the inmates, like Al Capone. Al Capone in previous uh, jail cells that he was in, he was also known. He, hold on, he was also known to like really have a cushy life in these other jail cells. Al Capone, because he, you know, he bought, he paid off the guards or things like that. Because he, he was making equivalent to like. I don't remember what it was, sixty million a day or six. I don't remember the number. He had he had it easy. Yeah, he had it easy. But when he got moved to Alcatraz, he he called it like hell because it was so terrible. Okay, let me see this view. This view. So this view that you're showing me is from the island. Okay, from the island. Okay, here's that's the Golden Gate. That's the Golden Gate. And there's the whole city. And there's the city. And then you go right here. That's the bay. That's from San Francisco to uh, Oakland. Yep. Bridge. So that's oh, the Bay cool. Bridge. You have to post that on our social media. How dope was that view? It is nice view, yeah. And so, yeah, that's what the prisoners get. Yeah. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> yeah, they deserve that. They deserve that. They deserve a beautiful view. <laughs> but um, so we we get to the island, and so if you if you like if you basically live there, what are you considered as? Island An boy. Island boy. <laughs> Sorry. I had to. So um, we get to the island and we get off the boat and the, we first get, you know, meet with a tour guide who okay. takes us into certain points before we actually get to the prison. All right. And they're just kind of telling us a story as they get to each point. So let me ask you this. So the island's 22 acres. How much is the prison taking up of that? Because, again, I've seen shows and videos and people's tours, and it looks like there's a lot of walking around space. Because, again, this was a military fort. They just built a prison Probably, like, there. six acres of it, maybe. Because there's okay. other things on the island. Yeah, yeah. 
There's um, a lot of walking space. There's a lot of housing for the guards, so the guards could actually live on the ah, island. Ah, so they were island they boys. They were island boys. <laughs> They're having island babies. Yeah. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. <laughs> so um, so the, they had housing there, and they had other buildings there, because it was more than just the prison. The prison actually, one of these buildings got like turned into the prison later. Yeah, it might have been like a barracks or something. But this island itself is just so... Like rocky and uneven, that I'm surprised they even try to build stuff on it. Yeah, again, the videos I've watched of people taking the tours, it's it's yeah, you can see like a path people are on, but then you see like another level where there's more people on there because you, yeah, you can tell it's very uneven the way and the even, paths are. Even the whole city of San Francisco is so hilly and steep that I can't believe people even want to live there. Okay, <laughs> um, like just walking up and down some of the streets. I would never do this on a daily basis. We had chin splints. And people like stack on top of each other wanting to live there. Like they moved to the city for this. Like, right, why? Right. <laughs> I'm like, get me out of here. <laughs> but um, yeah, the terrain is so up and down, uh, so hilly. Um, but yeah, the prison doesn't take up, a, you know, not even half of the island. Yeah. Um, the prison yard itself, you can we were able to look out on it and check it out. It was, man, like so. If you were out on the prison yard, yeah. you had the coolest views. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, they just kind of hang hung out out there. But I think they played handball or whatever. But uh-huh. um, but yeah, uh, it was. We did an audio tour after we did the 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 tour guide who did like three stops along the path, like. You walk up a certain way, stop, he tells about this certain area. Then uh-huh. you walk to another point, they stop and talk about that. And I can see why they do that, you know, especially telling the history about these different right. buildings. But also, because it's a steep-ass walk. Uh-huh. So probably to kind of limit people from going, hold on, I need a rest. Okay. <laughs> you kind of just do it this way. Um, and I did notice, because there was multiple tours going on, and I thought I might have done, like, the last tour. But even after my tour, there was... And we were coming back. There was another tour just barely going. I'm like, what? Um, but that tour, I was hearing their stories. Those stories were cooler than the stories we were being oh, told. Really? Yeah. Like the stories we were being told was like, oh, this is where the housing was, where the prison guards' families could be. And talking about stories about their kids and their kids uh, living there on the island full of prisoners and stuff. And and then I hear these the other uh, tour guide later on our tour was leaving and he's talking about yeah, this is the barber shop and this is where this guy was cutting this guy's hair and he stabbed him in the neck I'm like I wanted yeah. this tour yeah, <laughs> this is right, the tour right. I wanted yeah that's true um, but anyways when you break away from the the, the tour guide you they give you an audio tour of uh-huh. the prison and they give you kind of like the cell phone thing okay and you hit start on that and you hold it up to your ear and yeah. you walk around and it's telling you where to go and that got kind of annoying Having mm-hmm. to hold that up to your ear the whole time, and it's funny because the 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 narration is done by ex prisoners and ex guards. That's what I've heard. Yeah, and uh, we were making fun of the narration by one of the prisoners who was doing that because as they're talking to you and telling you about things, they're telling you now, you know, look to your left. If you look here, blah 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 blah. But the way the prisoner was doing the narration, he was sounding like a prisoner. Now go left. Why are they turn around? <laughs> it's like doing all the way he was talking and like barking orders at you instead of like a tour guide. Uh, it was pretty funny. Um, but anyways, you kind of go around. You get to check out like uh, the different cell blocks, uh, and you got to visit like the solitary confinement. Okay. 
And then one thing I was hearing about is on these old tours that you were actually with a guide the whole time through the building, okay. not doing the audio stuff. Now it's just all the audio stuff, and you're kind of left to kind of roam and figure things out on your own. Um, afterwards, you're able to kind of just like walk around the island and check it all out afterwards until it's time for you to meet back at the ferries. Okay. But, and then, do they do in- investigations there? Not that I could find. Okay. I could not that, find. That's something you, you were probably looking into. That's what I was really, looking right? for. Settled for the tour. <laughs> I settled for the night tour. And I didn't even get the good one. No, to find out. no. But it, it seems more like the tour guides themselves are, because the, they're all like the park rangers. Okay. And it almost seems like those guys like pick and choose what stories they want to tell about these certain areas. And we just got the, the dork. <laughs> all right, all right. He's telling us all the now, you did sorry. bring some equipment with you. I brought my K2 with me. Okay. And so you were able to, like, you, you were telling me you, were, you only have, like, free reign around at certain points. Yes. But you really couldn't do good investigations. No, no. There was a lot of people walking through. I mean, yeah. you could walk into, like, a, the prison cells, and there would be, like, nobody down this hallway at the time. But within a matter of seconds, it could be full of people. Yeah, okay. Um, and, and there's too much interference, you know. A lot, a lot of people walking A lot of people around. talking. So really, you, even if you did get something, it, it's too hard. It could be people talking down the hallway. Yeah, and it just was echoing through. So yeah. So unless you have, I bet unless you have like a TV show, you're not you're not getting yeah. An no, it's a national park. A private. It's a national park now. So yeah, you would definitely need a lot of like. A national ups. park or just yeah. like a historic. No, it's a national park. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's a national the park. The island is a national park. Yes. Interesting. Hmm. Island park. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what are some like the most famous like paranormal stories? Because obviously we're a paranormal podcast and not a not a tour guide here. So, I was asking some of the park rangers there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I was walking around. I'm like, hey, do you have any ghost stories about here? They're like, oh yeah, we know about ghost stories, but. I haven't had any personal experiences. Uh-huh. It's like, oh man. <laughs> um, I want a new. I want a new. Uh... Well, I was. T- I was walking. There's park rangers walking around the oh, place. Okay. So I was kind of stopping. A, I stopped a couple of them to ask them, and neither one of them had their own stories. Um, but just walking around, checking things out. The history there is really cool. Uh-huh. Uh And watching some of the ghost stories from other shows, uh, both Ghost Hunters, the Ghost Show Ghost Hunters. And uh, the show, um, what Dead, was Files? Dead Files, they both had a person telling the exact same story. Two different people, but telling the exact same story about when they were on a tour there. Uh, one of them, he was an adult when it happened to him. The other one was like he was a 13-year-old when it happened to him. Okay. And back then, <laughs> they were inside the prison doing tours with the tour guide in the prison. And they got to the solitary and confinement area. And how it is now, you can't go into the cells in the confinement, solitary confinement. You can, they have, so there's two sets of doors. There's the, there's the metal bars that they Uh close. And then after the metal bars, there's like probably a two foot gap and then actual doors that close and blacks out the whole room. So, um, you, just the doors that black out the room are what's open, but the bars are closed. So you can't actually go into them anymore. But back then... You could, and the, what the ranger would do would be like, who you know, who wants to go in there? They would pick somebody. Uh-huh. They put them in there. They close the bars, and then they go out and then close the the door, so it blacks it out, so they can experience solitary confinement. 
And both of them both had the exact same story that as soon as it blacked out, they had a hand grab their shoulder simultaneously as a voice in their ear says, you're mine now. Can you imagine you're in a concrete... Was Nobody four, was in there. Four by four? What do you think it is? Uh, no, like six by nine maybe. Maybe if that. I don't know. Six by nine in cement and you're by yourself and they're going to close the doors... And you're, there's going to be no light, and you feel pressure on your shoulder. You feel a grab on your shoulder when nobody's there. Nobody's yeah. in this room. It's a, it's a concrete box you're in. Nobody's in there but you. As soon as the lights go out, grab your shoulder. You're mine now. What would you do? I'd be like, no, you're not, bitch. <laughs> like, bring it on. I'd be like, oh, yeah? I was like, oh, yeah? <laughs> that's, that's what you'd hear from do the Do you know who side. I am? I'm an island boy. <laughs> but oh, no, guys, I'd, I'd be freaked out. That'd so be... the adult, uh, he said in his story, when that happened to him, he said he was banging on the door, screaming, let me out, let me out. Yeah. Um, and they let him out, and he said he was just freaked. Hmm. Uh, the guy who was a kid at the time, he said that he was just like pale, didn't want to talk about it. He said he didn't tell anybody about it for a long time because oh, he was. He said it, it, he was almost like embarrassed because of how freaked out he was. Wow! Because he was like nobody was there, just almost embarrassed that that happened, and he couldn't explain it. Yeah. And so how would he explain it to somebody? Right. Um, so he said he held on to that for a while before he talked about it. Oh, it's intense. But what was weird was that it was the exact same story. Mm-hmm. Right. I was like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. Uh, then there's another story about solitary confinement. There was a guy who was thrown in there and just freaking out and was saying that there's these glowing eyes in there, kind of like these. Like their logo. And uh, that it was like threatening him or hurting him. And the guards were like, nah, this guy's just going crazy. And he was just, like freaking out for hours. And then they said they found him one morning strangled to death. Oh, wow. Um and all the wounds that he had, as well as the strangulation, they could not deem those as self-inflicting. Oh, like these are not self-inflicting. Uh, so they're saying that this thing that was in there with him, this maybe could have been a spirit that could have done it to him. My thoughts, uh-huh. my thoughts as a person looking at realism here, uh, guards probably just had it with him <laughs> and just beat his ass. Okay. Because if he was freaking out again, like that, there was there was a there was a abuse guards, there. These guards don't like. I'm pretty sure they were just like they had a chip on their shoulder, and they just had it like you know just built up aggression and they take it out on the inmates. And, and again, these inmates are known as like you know the worst of the worst. They just needed they couldn't they don't want to be put in other prisons because they just were causing too much trouble. So it's almost like you have like that feeling like hey, who cares about these prisoners? Like no one cares um, about these prisoners when. The Dead Files, the, the medium was there at Alcatraz, and she was talking with the spirits there. Uh-huh. She was saying that the spirits of the inmates were saying that the guards were worse than they were. Sure. And as I, heard, I heard that a lot. Again, Al Capone was saying this is the worst prison he's been to. Another high-profile prisoner, I didn't really know who he was, but I guess he had written a book about just detailing how, how terrible it was in Alcatraz. Um, so, yeah, a lot, a lot of prisoners just were like, that's why they wanted to escape. They're like, hey, I'd rather risk jumping in that water and getting out of here than being here anymore. Yeah, just because it was that shitty. Yeah. Um, so solitary confinement, they said that they would be in there for weeks to months at a time, and they would get one hour a week to go outside their cell. Oh, jeez. A week. Uh, in the 
audio tour, one of the guys, the inmates, was saying what he would do to pass time was as soon as he got in there, he would pull one of the buttons off his clothing. And then he'd just flick it up in the air and then listen for it to land and then spend however long it took for it to to find it again mm. just to do waste it again. Time. Just to, yeah, just to waste time. Uh, one other guy said that the way he was able to keep track of time was by what food they were eating. Uh, uh, certain days were certain things. So when he knew he got a, this certain meal, it was that day. It's like, oh, it's sliced cheese day. <laughs> no, it, it was Must like Tuesday. It was like peas and carrots with a raw onion. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Gosh. It was, oh, it's Monday again. <laughs> yeah, prison's not for me. I can I can tell you that right now just from these stories. <laughs> and then uh, the Birdman. Do you know much about the Birdman? Uh, yeah, I mean, just I mean, I mean, not a lot. Of, so Robert Stroud, you know, he he had uh, I had heard sorry, I don't remember off the top of my head. But um, I don't know too much about him, but just how wild he was. They had to like separate him from everybody. Yeah, because I guess he could really like st- he could he stir could up stir some up shit. a lot of issues. like he would just talk to people, get them all white riled up. He kind of he would like coax people into fighting and starting riots and. And things like that, and and I guess he was really strong. He would like reach out and try to grab people and and hurt them, and pretty pretty violent. I know he, he killed somebody. That's why he was in jail. He killed somebody. Maybe it was bare hands. I can't something like that. But not not. I'm not. Yeah yeah. I'm not two hundred percent. Know about him. And then the oh, there was also a a riot that happened. The Alcatraz uh, Battle of Alcatraz Battle, Battle for two of Alcatraz. days, and that ended up killing two guards. And a few inmates, mm-hmm. and I mean that. And it was basically a battle between guards and inmates. Oh yeah, so that was just a whole lot of stuff. And this place was only a prison for a matter of what twenty something years. Twenty nine. Twenty nine years that this was only in prison for, and yeah. so much had gone on there. And, and that's why they shut it down. Exactly. It was after the uh, last escape. Um, what was happening was the the one of the last escapes. They were using spoons from the cafeteria, and they were digging. Through tunnels, the walls, yeah. through through tunnels. What was happening was, it's on an island, over the Pacific Ocean, salt water, and it's kind of it's been like kind of seeping. And then you got air, things like that. So basically, the salt is is eroding. Was, yeah, it was getting the building too expensive. So at some point, the, the the bars were so strong you couldn't file through them. Like you just because they could they could have ways to get access to maybe hacksaws or things like that. But the way they reinforced these bars, there was you couldn't get through it. Now the escapees, they did something where they did some with leverage, and they were able to kind of pop it, pop the the bars with leverage. One of the escape attempts as well. Um, that ended up with four people and three were shot dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, you couldn't like really cut through them. So yeah, they just kind of dug through the the cement because the cement had just absorbed the salt and was just deteriorating. It was just basically crumbling, and that's why they said okay, it was going to cost millions to put it up to code, I guess you yeah. could say. It was going to cost millions. So that's when um, the eight, General, General, Attorney General Kennedy just closed it down in 1963. And so now with, with the history of it, the, now that you know the history, now that you've been on a tour, you know, you've heard some stories, is this still on your to-do list, basically, for investigations? To investigate it, yeah, I would. I would still like to investigate it. What do you think of the tour? Would you recommend? So, would you recommend paranormal investigators take this tour? Um, not if you want to investigate it. It's okay. a cool tour if you want to learn the history 
and kind of map it out and kind of get. But they don't idea. really talk about the paranormal at all during this tour. No, right? not at all. I couldn't even find a tour that did like ghost stories for the tour. Okay. Um, so the best I could find was a night tour. Yeah. So you know now, from like doing this invest, like doing the research on on Alcatraz. Listening to your stories, watching some paranormal shows that did it on Alcatraz, and I've seen them, you know, years in the past. I've seen these shows. You know, I, I was, I definitely, um, I got a little discouraged. Like, this is not that cool of a paranormal hotspot. <laughs> but then, as I, I'm thinking about it more, I'm like, it's because you're just taking tours. It's just, a, it's a history tour, is what it really is. Exactly. It's a national park tour. Yes. That's what these are. Is it haunted? I think there's possibility. Yes. Now, watching these paranormal shows, they really try to spin it like they're talking to Birdman. They're talking to Scarface. <laughs> I don't think you are. It's a possibility that they could come around to it. I don't think they're maybe hanging out there, but there's a possibility that they do come around it, their spirits. Um, I think these shows maybe are not getting them. <laughs> and I know they want to stretch it so it gets a lot of views and hits and stuff like that. Um, but I do be- think because of, again, the abuse, the suicides, the murder, I think there's a potential for the paranormal. <coughs> and I think to really experience it, you've got to have access to it as, as a paranormal investigation. Right. And, and just like any paranormal investigation, you might not get something or you might get something right, cool. Right, right. Uh, but like, I think there's a high probability that it's haunted. Yes, which I think it, there's a lot of spirits there. I think a lot of the spirits that got murdered there are still there. Um, one of the cool EVPs that Ghost Hunters got. Yes. They got this one where... It was very breathy. I had a hard time a hearing breathy, it. But the way it correlated was interesting. So go ahead. Very, very cool. It was. It were these whispers in between them talk, talking amongst themselves. Yeah. So as they were talking to each other, there were these breathy words coming through uh-huh. their talking and you could hear the word hairy then you heard the word brunette and i was thinking dirty i'm thinking well i'm not i'm thinking they're talking about like uh just descri- descriptions i think they're they're describing someone that was you know had a lot of hair they were hairy yeah. they were a hairy so person i'm thinking oh they're describing somebody uh-huh. and then they say these numbers 3 4 and then you or no 3, three seven. 7 and then you hear this other like like a breathy yeah, tone, another syllable. Not, yeah, but you can't make it out. They have the guy, the guard, the, one of the or, guards. I guess he, he was he a tour worked, guy. Tour guy. There we go. Yes, they have him listen to it, and he hears the four. Yeah. So it's three seven four. Well, when they pull up inmate number three seven four. Yeah, or cell number, something like that. No, it's prisoner number okay. three seven four. His name was. Harry Brunette. Yeah, so his name was Harry, like short for Harold. Yeah, so his name I was... I thought they were saying, like, Harry, like they had a lot of hair. Yeah, Harry and Brunette. I'm thinking yeah. descriptions. Uh-huh. Um, but no, it's his name was Harry Brunette. Yeah. His, his uh, prisoner number is 374. And that that was... And he, he died in the uh, Battle of Alcatraz. He mm-hmm. was one of the, he was one of the uh, prisoners that got killed. Yeah. So that, you know, I, 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 for me, that that EVP was a stretch, but how it correlated was very interesting. It wasn't a stretch; like you could hear it. But uh, the way that they, they were able to capture that in between them talking to each yeah. other, that was pretty cool because they were even right. able to catch that. Yeah. But how it correlated with where they were, uh-huh. the name full first and last, as well as his prison number, that sure. was badass. Yeah, that was um, interesting. And then. Amy Allen from uh, 
what's it called? What's her show called again? Dark Files? Dead Files. Dead Files. Um, she's the medium. Yeah, she's the medium. She ended up doing a, a sketch of the Birdman. Yeah. Because he's his, apparently his spirit is there. Right. And that's who she, one of the spirits that she was uh, talking with. She was calling him the Monkey Man because he was very loud. Um, he was very boisterous. And, and I don't know if it was the Birdman who they were talking about in this situation where whenever he would shower. I don't know if – because they didn't depict this in the Birdman movie whatsoever. But whenever he would shower, they had to lock all the other inmates up just for him to shower because he was so violent and aggressive, he would be trying to rape other inmates while they were showering. They get over here. <laughs> get that soapiness over here. And uh, the one, and then another murder that happened when it came to the the barbershop one. After the the prisoners killed the other prisoner, I guess they were lovers. Yeah. And after he killed him, he leaned over and kissed him and said, I love you. Yeah, after he killed him. Yeah, after he killed him. That was wild. A lot, <laughs> whole, lot of, whole lot of craziness going on in there. Well, you know, I mean, something like that where you're – I don't know if it's – I don't know how torturous it is when you, th- when you think, okay, you have a beautiful view of the city. But also, like, like freedom is just right there too. Like you're reminded well, how they, close you are. They also said that they could hear New Year's <laughs> celebrations – Oh, I'm uh, sure. There was a New Year's celebration. I can't remember who would throw it, but there was a big party at one of the buildings. Yeah. And it would be so loud that you could hear the people partying and uh-huh. talking from from there all the way on the island. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, because it, it, it'll just echo across the water. You know, yeah, noise like the that. Sound just going. Yeah, it'll just travel. Yeah, yeah, so it's pretty interesting. Yeah, so for me, like, uh, Alcatraz is still on my list, but it ha- it'd have to be where you're paying for an investigation. I, I actually now, I'm not too interested in a tour. I mean, actually, I would do it. I, I, it's just not on my, wouldn't be on my top to-do list. You can list. do the tour from home. <laughs> you can definitely do the tour from home. It, it's cool seeing it in person. The view, like I said, being there and looking back at the city and seeing Frisco, seeing both the Bay Bridge and the Golden Gate Bridge from that yeah. one point. I would like to do something awesome. like at dusk. Get on the ferry, get I some did. like fresh seafood, do a, do a, do a drive on the ferry out onto the ocean, go around the island, and then come back. Right, that's you can good. do that. They have ferries that'll do stuff like that. Oh, just go around and come yeah, back. They got dinner ferries oh. and stuff like that. Well, there we go. So now, now, right now, I'm interested in that. that See, do fun. the dinner ferry. There we go. <laughs> there we go. We can get some ferries, and uh, we're gonna go dinner together. <laughs> um, but the tour itself, you know, cool history stuff. Cool, actually being there. But if you want to experience like paranormal stuff, yeah, definitely. You're not going to do it on a tour. Yeah, you would have to do that on your own. Which somehow. they don't do yet, but somehow we've got to, we've got to coax them into it. Like, yeah, some people have done it in the past. I get if you know people, right? I know some people said, "Oh, my dad was a blah 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 there at night." You know, so he let us spend the night there. I'm like, ah, that would be cool. Yes, exactly. Now, that'd be fun to like spend the night just just get as much evidence as you can. That that would be awesome. But yeah, that was uh, that was my. A tour of uh, Alcatraz. All right, very cool. So yeah, you know, I mean, not a lot of well-known paranormal stories. It's just you know, so many tourists going through. Most of it is from tourists. That's basically, you know, there's just tourists having some little things here and there. It's hard, it's hard to tell. Oh, you know what? I, let me t- tell you about this. I did try to stay at a haunted hotel as well. Uh huh. So when I was booking my hotel, I was looking for 
ones that were known to be haunted. Okay. Being San Francisco, you would think most of them are haunted anyways. Uh-huh. Uh, they're all old as shit, and there's been a lot sure. of stuff going on. So I found this one that was on this list. I get my room there. I'm checking in. I'm hey, real quick before you do that, because if you think about it, during the gold rush of... There's going to be a lot of people that, that got gold. People were trying to kill them for their gold. Oh, yeah. So there, there, there's a lot of potential history. You're right. So keep going. So, yeah, even after all that, after it became a city, it was just, you know, the, there's mafia there. There yes. was a lot of the Chinese gangs there. Oh, right, right. Uh, yeah. There was a lot going on there. Whole then, lot then they shit. bring a lot of, like, the Chinese over there as slaves for the gold rush. Uh, yeah. So And so a lot of them stayed. Yeah, there's gangs. Yeah, yeah, right. So, yeah, good stuff there. So there's a whole lot of history, a whole lot of deaths there. There's a lot of lot of stuff going on uh-huh. in the past. So good potential. I hear, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, so I find this one that's on the list. I book a room there, and I'm checking in, um, and I'm asking. It's called the Chancellor Hotel. Okay. And the, the lady checking me in, she's worked there for 12 years. It's like, awesome. What? Do you, you have any ghost stories here? I'm like, so is this haunted? She starts laughing. She's all, there's a lot of stories about the place. I'm like, well, do you have any of yourself? Uh-huh. She did not have any of her own. Okay. She's like, I've never had anything happen to me. I'm like, you've been here 12 years and nothing. It's supposed <laughs> to be haunted. Um, but she did say the only thing that she and the thing did. Is if, she, if she worked the front desk the whole time, she, yeah, she's not going to get much right, uh, stuff happening. But working the front desk her whole 12 years, the only thing that's ever happened to her uh-huh. was it was the like, middle of the night. And she doesn't work nights anymore. And this was a long time ago. A guy came running down and demanded uh, a refund. Okay. And was like, I can't stay in my room. So why? There's a guy floating above my bed. Oh, jeez. So what? So yeah, there's a guy floating above my bed. I'm not going in there. Wow. Um, of course, when they went in, nothing was of there. Of course, right. But yeah, they just checked him out. And then okay. she said another lady... Who was staying there? I guess it was some model and was doing some photo shoots or whatever. I can't remember what happened to her, but she was like wanting to check out and wanting to go to a different hotel. Uh-huh. And she was all pissed because she was like, This hotel's haunted. I can't stay here. I need a new hotel. And was trying to check out of this hotel and go to another one. And it was like an absurd hour. Okay. But, anyways, there was another guy there. So when she was like calling, to like other hotels, the guy that was there was like, "Lady, you're in San Francisco. They're all haunted." Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> uh, then that she said that pissed her off even more. She just left. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm done with the city then. So that was it when it came to the uh, the hotels. Trying to find a haunted hotel. Okay. Oh, interesting. But when you look at them, yeah, they they all have potential. Okay. All but right. Yeah, uh, that was it. Okay. Real quick, I want to talk about uh, last week's episode. Um, so if you're watching, if you're watching on YouTube, you probably kind of got what happened. But there was a there was a little period where we all sort of kind of went off on a little thing, and we all got kind of spooked. So just to tell you guys, just to kind of be more clear, because as I was listening to last week's episode, we weren't too clear of what happened. So we're in the studio recording, and uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you know. Oh, we didn't clarify that. I think I think it's not too. It wasn't too clear. Oh, okay. So I want to. I do want to clarify. It. So Ghosty and myself sit on the ends of the table, and Beaker sits in between us. So I'm at the end, and um, and Ghosty has some things hanging up here that kind of helps block out noise, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, it helps. <laughs> it helps block out some some noise. I try to um, keep it full. <laughs> and and um, the door was maybe like halfway open. And, and, and so 
Ghosty's daughter. We, we, we're recording Ghosty's house, and we have a little studio here. And Ghosty's daughter, she's getting ready for bed. So she kind of came in, and so she kind of popped. And again, this was about midnight-ish, <coughs> about midnight. And so she came in and closed the door so she can get ready for bed so she doesn't hear us talking. And um, Ghosty got spooked because he saw <laughs> his daughter kind of, what did you see? Well, so you... We're looking you, here at the your camera. Your angle, you see better the whole door. Yeah, I've I seen it all happen, but it just spooked me out because I didn't expect anything to at pop midnight. out at midnight. Because we're the only ones here in the house, yeah. and then I'm thinking my daughter's probably asleep already. Right. Or just in her but, room. Yeah, just in her room. So I was not expecting any for any reason anybody yeah. to come walking in here. So she just kind of pops in, grabs the door, and then closes it. But the all just. Being in my peripheral and it happening as sudden as it was, it yeah. startled me. Sure, sure. So I was like, Whoa, you know. And at the time, I was talking, and um, I don't see the whole door. I can just see the things that you have hanging here for for the noise. Uh-huh. I can just see the like the bottom foot of the door, <laughs> and all of a sudden, in my peripheral, I see the door closed. Close. I wasn't sure if something darted, <laughs> and so I'm thinking something's like a foot tall darting, <laughs> and I knew where your dog was. And I was just like, it was like, I was, like, I was talking, I was in mid-sentence, and I'm seeing this in my peripheral, and, I'm, and we're talking paranormal stuff, you know what I mean? And I just see the door closed, but I think something's darting. You're seeing your daughter pop in. You're not expecting to see a person's face come through. And we all kind of like, whoa, what just happened? And so. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. So that's kind of what happened last week. If, if you didn't really grasp what was happening, we, were, we just kind of got spooked. That's what it was. We just kind of all had different perspectives of what was happening, and we kind of had to piece it together real quick. Yeah, that was... I, I maybe, because I saw the, le- the least amount of door, I think I might have been the most freaked out. And so I was trying to grasp what you guys were explaining. I'm like, okay, it was Dale's daughter, or it was Ghosty's daughter, and okay, I'm getting it now. Yeah, that was, it, that was funny. Though. It was funny. It was funny. Because I, I, I got freaked out. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> All right, we'll be back again next week. Hopefully, Beaker will be joining us. He's in quarantine yeah, now. Yeah, stop kissing, stop kissing all the Omarion crons. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right, Ghosty, don't play that. Peace out, butter bums. Butter bums. <laughs> <laughs>